Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, is this Mr. Richmond? I've been telling you for a long time that SaveWithConrad.com can save you money, but don't take my word for it. Yes, it is. Hi, this is Dave Silva. I'm calling from Save With Conrad. Hey, how are you? Doing good, my friend. Doing good. What made you go to Save With Conrad in the first place? Just doing the the ads on the podcast. My wife and I were in a place where we thought, you know, let's see what we can do and, and check out different companies. And I said, well, I've got this one. So I went on and, and the rest was history. We, we loved it and we stuck with it. And thankfully they stuck with us and, and it worked. That's wonderful. Was there something specific that Conrad said on the podcast that kind of helped you make that decision to give us a call or email us? Skip two payments and, and you know, he'll, he'll find you the lowest rates and um, and it came at a great time. We actually did it a couple months before Christmas, so we got to have no payments for December, January. So that helped out a lot with Christmas shopping. We've got a two-year-old daughter, so any money that we could have put towards her that we didn't have to put towards the house was a good thing. How was it working with Derek? Oh, he was great. Uh, sent him an email at like six o'clock at night, and he almost immediately called us. And we put him on speaker, and we, we hashed out what we needed to hash out. It was just the constant availability was, was great. Do you have any suggestions on how we can improve as a team for any future people we were able to help out? Keep going how it's going. I, everything is going so well. And I mean, you guys helped us out so much and, and saved us money. And, and it just, it couldn't have come at a better time. So just keep up what you're doing and, and thank everybody for all their, their efforts in it. Do you remember how much money we were able to save you? Um, I think overall it ended up being about four or five grand just off the top. I mean, we we had a credit card that we had run up and we should not have got it to the point that it was at. And we were able to roll that right in with the house payment. So our credit card right now is at zero, which is wonderful. Plus then we got the two house payments. Plus um, I think they ended up saving us like $2,500 extra on top of it. So it ended up being a, a significant hit of money to us so it was it was definitely what we needed at the time now would you recommend us to a friend or a co-worker oh great that's wonderful to hear so what are you waiting for find out how much money you can save right now for free you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket even credit scores in the 500s can be approved and if we can't save you money we won't waste your time but because we're licensed in more than 40 states we can help more families than ever before Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and did I mention you could skip your next two house payments? Hurry to SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! What happened when? WHW Monday. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA. TV title, Cajun Omni, The Bunkhouse Stampede. Laren Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tactics, Turner, Bottom, Mid-South Joint World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and Friends North, they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off. Center stage, Bischoff. Disney, Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and 
Podcast Champ, Vinnie Mac Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a lot, try not to laugh, lowest rules can't pass. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man. Klondike Bill, make a tip. Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring, and here's your co-host, Hey Hey, it's Conrad Thompson. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Noah Anthony Shivani. Tony Shivani, how you doing, man? Sheltered in place, quarantine week two. Yeah, it's. I'm doing uh, great, man. I'm doing great. It's a new thing for all of us. You and I have been joking on this show for weeks that we were going to watch WrestleMania together and. Have a big time. Even if WrestleMania was canceled and then I'll mm. be damned both Georgia and Alabama shelter in place. So you're at mm. your house. I'm at mine. Yeah. How much longer till Lois is dead? Uh, I will die a long time before that woman will. So she's going to kill you. You're not going to kill her or I'll kill myself. Oh, okay. Well, I, I so, just know that at some point it's going to become like an elderly war games over there. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a, a true story now, as you probably know, on my Facebook page for all of our fans, uh, my Facebook page is really just for my, my real, my, my friends that I know people I went to high school with people who I have acquaintances with Craigsville, Virginia in the house, Buffalo gap high school represent all that stuff. Um, so there was a thing on there. Someone said, whatever song was number one in the country on your 12th birthday is your quarantine song. Mm. So I looked it up and the song that is my quarantine song, <laughs> this, this is a shoot wedding bell blues by fifth dimension. I didn't know what that is. You never heard of wedding bell blues. No. Don't you marry me, Bill. Uh, dun, 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 dun. You never heard that song? Okay. No, but you know, so anyway, what? that's my quarantine song, Wedding Bell Blues. Mine is uh, Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. Wow. Uh, you need to look up Wedding Bell Blues by Fifth Dimension, Marilyn McCool, uh, and uh, Billy Davis Jr., or something like that. Good well, stuff. You know, I, I feel like both Wedding Bell Blues and Betty Davis Eyes, if you play that long enough, and consistently enough, it may be time for a little blue chew. Yeah, because you got to play it long and hard. You do have to play it long and hard, and you'll be doing that when you get your dick real, real hard over at bluechew.com. You know what's great is this is the world's first chewable with the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but because you get to skip the in-person doctor's visit, it's also cheaper than the other two. Now, to be clear, blue chew is still prescribed by a licensed physician uh, but you do it all through an online consultation, which is free by the way. So it's also cheaper and faster because you don't have to go wait in line at the pharmacy. Instead, it shows up directly in discreet packaging. It's made right here in the USA. And by the way, chewables can work faster than a pill. And you can take these even on a full or empty stomach. You're going to love blue chew. And if you prescribe, uh, or if you go to bluechew.com and you qualify, you'll be prescribed very, very quickly. You're going to work with a physician who's going to help you find the right dose and active ingredient for you. 
And man, it's time to let the good times roll, Tony, and tell everybody about a great deal they can get on getting their ding-dong real, real hard. Uh, go to BlueChew.com. That is BlueChew.com. And go to BlueChew.com, uh, enter the promo code WHW. And guess what? Free. Ding Dong Jones is free. All you've got to do is pay $5 shipping. Hook it up right now. BlueChew.com. The promo code is WHW. And uh, let the good times roll. By the way, Blue Chew's made right here in the USA. So mm-hmm. USA, you, the red, white, and blue chew. Check it out. BlueChew.com. And the promo code is WHW. But while we're here, it's not WHW, but WCW World Championship Wrestling from April 8th, 1989. We're on the heels of quite a big clash of the champions from the Superdome. And Jim Ross and I are covering this show this week on the show or right here on uh, the feed at Westwood One. So if you'd like to, this is a perfect companion piece. Sort of line them up, watch that show. And then go listen to me and JR sort of recap the whole thing, tell you the news and notes and moving and shaking. And then we've also got the follow-up show here from just a couple of days later. What a great time to be a wrestling fan here in 1989. And this is uh, a pretty special show here. That's going to stand out. It is a special show because we got some, we got some good matches. You're going to see sting, sting in the danger zone. Uh, you're also going to hear from. Jim Hurd. You're going to hear from Ric Flair's lawyer. You're going to hear from Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat. And by the way, we do have some pretty good wrestling action. But to me, back in the day, and I think even today with me, it's more about character development. And it's more about guys talking and doing promos and being able to get with their personality than it is seeing them wrestle in the ring. So I think this show's full of that. And of course it's WCW back in the day. So it was also full of shit, which is good. <laughs> it is right? good. And and yeah. listen, we're full of shit because we've got quite the April coming your way. We really appreciate you joining us here. Of course we started last week. We should go ahead and address it. Uh, April 1st, it's April fool's day. So at 6am, instead of loading the WrestleMania six episode, we loaded a bit of a prank. We replaced myself with Cassio kid as the quote unquote permanent co-host and I just died laughing, uh, during Matt Coon's fantastic intro to this show where, uh, when Matt Coon says Conrad Cassio, uh, comically dubbed his name on top in the most inconspicuous way ever, just Cassio, <laughs> which was tremendous. And then it was a best of ads. And, uh, we're going to post some videos here this week for you on adfreeshows.com because that was one of our better pranks, but maybe the best part of the thing, and you haven't even seen this yet, Tony, is I did a bunch of spoof commercials for our friends of the show, like Pond Water Dave, Super Dave Miller down in Utica, Mississippi, uh, Jeff Jewett and DoodooTrucking.com, our favorite gimmick attorney, Michael Dawkins. Well, our, our resident Canadian genius, Chris McDonald, has started to make sort of spoof commercials. And we've got real video companion pieces for this. It's tremendous, especially the Jay-Z flair pizza cooker. We're going to have those videos for you over at adfreeshows.com, And I'm sure we'll put them on social eventually, but my goodness, what a fun time that was. And then of course we deleted that show and then posted the real show at noon. Like always WrestleMania six. I had such a good time watching WrestleMania six with you last week, dude. We had, a, we had a lot of fun and, and I loved how we had some people on, uh, some people on Twitter say, what the fuck, what the fuck, 
And there was one one guy you said, dude, what day is it? It's like people were jumping off the jumping off the uh, Tallahatchie Bridge. It's so great that about every other tweet didn't recognize that it was April Fool's Day. They were so fired up about WrestleMania six, and we had it in the can. I mean, folks on AdFreeShows.com had it. Gosh, four or five days ahead of time. So we were ready, uh, but we just wanted to have a little fun with April 1st. And we appreciate you guys being good sports. As we said today, it's April 8th, 1989. Fire up your WWE network uh, and you'll go to in ring and then you'll go to world championship wrestling, not the promotion, the TV show. You'll see it has like a globe icon, click 1989 and boom, there it is. April 8th Coming up next week. It's spring stampede 2000. We'll be with you on the 22nd when we cover April 24th, 1993. It's a WCW Saturday night. And then we'll round out April with Backlash 06, where God makes his pay-per-view debut, teaming up with Shawn Michaels to take on the McMahons. Lots of silliness coming your way. And well, since we're both quarantined, there's a chance mm. you and I will just get bored and click record watching some more Tiger King, which we got great feedback for it. Were you surprised how much people enjoyed me and you watching Tiger King? Well, there's nothing like two rednecks watching a redneck. It's true. But you know, this is a, a Virginia redneck and an Alabama redneck watching an Oklahoma redneck. Mm. But you know, Jr. would say, no, nah, he's a goddamn longhorn. Don't you see the hat? He's got that <laughs> hat on. Don't put him on Oklahoma. He just bought land here. He's from fucking Texas. I, don't th- I think he got arrested in the panhandle of Florida. So he may actually be like a low key Armstrong or Michael Hayes relative. Who knows? Well, you know what? The panhandle of Florida, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, there's it's all one state to me. Just uh just swamp ass Jones down there. That's what it is, you know. We in Georgia have kind of distanced ourselves from that because, you know, we have Metro Atlanta. Yeah, whatever the fuck that is. Who would brag about that? I, I wouldn't because I never go to it. Because it's unless they're unless I'm called to the radio station, then that's usually at night. To where I can sneak in in the parking deck at night and there's no traffic and I don't have to fuck with anybody. Hey, Tony, before we get going, we need to take a time out right now and talk about our friends at Retromania Wrestling. See, Retromania is the official sequel to the 1991 arcade hit WrestleFest. I gotta tell you, it was my absolute favorite. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have some extra space in the house I live in now and I, I wanted to make it like an arcade. And dude, do you know how hard it is? To find a good condition WrestleFest, it's impossible. But thankfully, Retromania Wrestling is here. Hawk and Animal of the Road Warriors are back to defend the Tag Team Championship, along with wrestlers from all different promotions and eras of wrestling, including the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis, ECW Hall of Famer Tommy Dreamer, Colt Cabana, Jeff Cobb, Stevie Richards, the Blue Meanie, Hollywood Nova. Of course, they are the Blue World Order. Uh, and, uh, Johnny Mun Johnny input, just call him Johnny retro. He's in the game too. The game modes that you remember from WrestleFest are still here, including what's now called retro rumble, which is singles, six and eight man tag matches, a story mode cage matches, and so much more. You've got lots of different arenas, including the studio for NWA power. And of course the arena from South Philly, you know, what we're talking about corner of Swanson and Rittner, tons of others as well. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the PC. Of course, for more information and to pre-order, you've got to hurry to RetromaniaWrestling.com. Also, check them out on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, 
It's all put out by our friends at RetroSoft Studios, but I'm following them on Twitter. It's at RetroSoft Studio. But go pre-order the game right now. Do what I did. It's RetromaniaWrestling.com. Man, if you grew up loving WrestleFest, this is a dream come true. It's RetromaniaWrestling.com. Fired up. April 8th, 1989. You know, I don't know. At the time we're taping right now, has Lois already started nipping at the gym beam or is she able to help us with a little countdown today? I think she can do a countdown. It's about time we got her ass in here to do something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and here is uh, my favorite person in the world next to Conrad Thompson and Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. <laughs> And, uh, Jim Ross and Taz. Jim Ross and Excalibur, uh, Excalibur and Kenny Omega. Taz, Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega. Oh, and, uh, Keith Mitchell, Craig Keith Leathers. Mitchell. Yes, absolutely. Tremendous. Bruce Prichard. Uh, here she is. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Arn Anderson. You're on that list, sweetheart. Come over here. Here's Lois Shivani. <coughs> Let me tell you what list you're on for me. <coughs> you too, Conrad. <coughs> Three, two, one, play. I want to play the audio here. Track it. Chicken wing, the double arm chicken wing. He's got him. He, he fell back. He can't hold him. He's got Flair. He's got, oh, he's got Steamboat. Same Flair had Steamboat's shoulders to the mat. Wow. I love the controversy at the end of, uh, the clash of the champions there from new Orleans, Terry Funk on the call with Jim Ross. Uh, we know what's going to happen. You know, that's match two of the three match trilogy. Blair definitely had his foot on at or on the ropes. It was a two out of three falls match. Here we go. Here's JR. Let's track it here on superstation TBS for a very special edition of world championship wrestling. We showed you at the beginning of the program the controversial ending of the World's Heavyweight Championship match involving Nature Boy Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. We are going to hear from Ric Flair's attorney in the next two hours. Also, I understand that the Executive Vice President of World Championship Wrestling, Mr. Jim Hurd, is on his way here to our studios to make a formal statement regarding the allegations from uh, Ric Flair's camp. We're also going to show you how the new World Tag Team Champions, Dr. S.T. Williams and Mike Rotunda, were crowned. That match did not end without controversy either. We have some great main events for you from the st- center stage that will include Randy Rose taking on Jack Victory and Bob Orton meeting Shane Douglas. Well, fans, it's going to be a great two hours in this special edition, as I mentioned. It was great fun in New Orleans last weekend. And now let's roll a piece of videotape to show you the legends of the game. There's Terry Funk who helped me on the commentary, the main event, Lou Thez to his left, six times world's heavyweight champion, Sam Muchnick, the greatest promoter ever in the NWA, and Gene Kaninsky, the big guy, big thunder. There's Pat O'Connor, the only world's champion from New Zealand, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It was a great festive affair for all the dignitaries of the NWA. Nature boy Buddy Rogers was there. There you see him on the left, big thunder, Gene Kaninsky, uh, reminiscing about the great days in the NWA. And as I said, I don't think they realized how much controversy was coming. Uh, as I mentioned, in the next segment, we're going to take a look at all three falls of the Ricky Steamboat-Rick Flair match. We're also going to hear from Rick Flair's attorney, 
And I hope that Mr. Hurd does make it here before we do go off the air for that official ruling. We'll be back with the controversial World's Heavyweight Championship match in just one moment. So that sort of sets the stage. Man, I, I got to tell you, I love old school classic JR here. This is the mm -hmm. JR that I, I think was my favorite version. I, I know everybody likes good old JR with the black hat, but mm -hmm. this WCW version of Jim Ross is just my favorite. And I love that he's glowing here because we're clearly against a green screen. Um, you guys had studios like this. Why not just shoot it in there? Was it just a function of ease? Was there no way to get a camera and all the lighting in there or it was, too, it, it was too small. Okay. Yeah. They could, they could shoot a camera, but they couldn't shoot a camera and have Jim Ross in there as well. So, uh, that's, um, uh, th that's why they did it like that. Uh, and it was, uh, it was unfortunate because that studio was, was built by fucking idiots who didn't have a, any idea about building a studio. It's and that was one, that was one of the things that studio was one of the things that really depressed me when I came back because I was working for such a big company in the WWE and big edit suites, spacious, well done. A lot of people. And then we came to this uh, one trick pony and I went, Oh fuck, man. It's like going, working in a closet. It's worth mentioning again. Uh, you're not here during this era of WCW. Right. Uh, of course the best content they ever produced happened when you weren't there. Uh, 1989 coincidence. I think not, uh, but still this is head to head with WrestleMania five. What we're watching here with flair and steamboat. Uh, of course that is main evented by. Uh, the macho man, Randy Savage, defending his world title and the honor of his, uh, companion, Miss Elizabeth against, uh, the immortal Hulk Hogan. And we know Hulk Hogan's going to come out on top. It's going to set all kinds of records for the company. 1989, such a big year for the WWF, but creatively, as far as, you know, the, uh, the matches bell to bell, nobody could hold a candle to what you guys were presenting. And perhaps no better example than what we're looking at. This is match number two of the three match trilogy, but boy, this was the end of a lot of folks, uh, run behind the scenes because this is a show in the Superdome, but you can't tell it because of how dark it is, but it's that dark because yes, it holds tens of thousands of fans, but there's almost no one there. Uh, just right. a couple of days before the event, they'd only sold 900 tickets. Uh, they started to actually promote the damn thing and sold a few more and then comped thousands, but still there's 5,000 or less folks here in a giant dome, which has got to be a disappointment when you're, you know, working in the main event for the world title, right? Oh yeah. And also we've, we've done this show. I think it's in the archives. And if you'll recall, remember Ric Flair came out with R I C K flair. Yeah. They even did that in the closed captioning here on WWE network. You know, mm -hmm. R-I-C-K flair, which is just hysterical to me that you're going to go to the trouble to make this feel like a bigger event, man, let's get him some pyro and let's, let's spell his name out. Okay, cool. What's his name? Rick flair. All right. R-I-C-K flair. And we don't know it until we fucking light it. Holy cow. Wow. Look at the crowd, Amazing. dude. Look at the crowd. This is an eighties crowd, man. Soon dude, to be nineties. This is a Southern crowd. It is hillbilly Jones here. And, and, and I don't say that in an accusatory way. These are my people, baby. I grew up with them. Hillbilly Jones. Look at some bitch in the hat. Send him down, Rick. Send him down, Ricky. Send him down. He got him. Cover him, Ricky. Cover him right now. Come on. Come on, Rick. Come on. Some bitch cover him. Fuck, he's going to come with a single axe handle chop. That's kind of what they were saying, I would think. 
You know what? I hurry just, up, hurry up, because I want to go see NASCAR on TV. Oh, do you know there is still NASCAR? You realize I didn't know that. Wait, they're, they're still racing right now? Apparently so. I mean, not not right now because of, but what, before what, what, the uh, epidemic, not? there was still NASCAR racing. I didn't realize that. Hang on, though. Why couldn't they be racing right now? I mean, they're they're going to be the proper distance apart. They're, they're going to be social distance. They're just in their cars. Yeah, well, you know, it, you know how it is in the country now. When one has an idea, everybody says, okay, we're going to do it too because we don't want people to get mad at us because we're doing something that we think is right. Oh, God. I got to tell you, man. I've been posting, or actually Dave Hancock's been helping me with, like, I'm not a good Instagrammer, so he's been helping me and, and he's posting pictures, um, on my account for me and helping me out. And he, uh, he posted a picture of me and Cody eating Nando's somewhere in the UK in December of 2018. And like, I got such shit for that picture. Like way to be social distancing guys. Can't believe you would even do this at a time like this. And it's like. Motherfucker, did you know cameras existed before a month ago? Like, come yeah. on, man. What are we talking about? And then JR, uh, while they posted a picture, the, uh, hip hop artists of him and, uh, Jim Ross at Wale mania and people were just firing off at him. And it's like, dude, do you realize that life existed more than three weeks ago? Like help me out here. Yeah. There are idiots out there. There was some idiot that, uh, that, uh, ripped on the grocery store fight. Uh, between Booker T and Stone Cold. <laughs> and he said, these two got need to be arrested. And these two, uh, need to, uh, be some charges. And I can't believe this is happening. And I just, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't help myself because I'm, I'm not really supposed to tweet anything negative, <clears throat> but I said, you're a fucking idiot. Delete your account. Hang on. What do you mean? You're not supposed to. Well, I'm, I've, I, as a, as a member of AEW, I'm, I'm supposed to be positive in my tweets. Oh, so you had like a social media class to not be negative. Uh, no, no, we just, it's a, it's just talking to people coming. I, I mean, I just, I just know now from talking to people in the company that if you ain't got something nice to say, don't say nothing at all. That, that That's right. That's right. Let trolls be trolls. And if you're a troll, I'm not going to respond to you. Okay. However, I will find you and kill you. Okay. I don't think that that's what they meant, Tony. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe not. We should talk about how to handle that. Okay. That's, that's just anger from being cooped up with Lois. All these, can you believe we, we haven't even been cooped up a week and what's going to happen in three weeks, dude. Uh, listen, (sighs) this is happening all across America right now. Like, you know, Megan and I have a girl, she's my best friend. We have a great relationship, but good Lord Wednesday night. Uh, we decided that's it. And, and we didn't speak Thursday or Friday, Saturday. We were back good again, but like Thursday and Friday, it was just like, we can only do so much of this. Yeah. We have to, we have to find a way to, to coexist here. Cause it, I mean, it's 24 seven, you know, day after day after day. So at this point we've been together for three weeks, 24 seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some shit's going to start annoying you. So yeah. I got on the elevator and went downstairs. Fuck all this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I stay in the bat cave. And I not, not only that, it came in yesterday. I bought, you ready for this? A PS4. What? Yes, I did. Are you gaming online yet? I'm not gaming online yet, but I've downloaded a couple of Batman, as you might imagine, Duh. games. And I'm playing Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. Just uh, living life, man. 
Well, let me tell you, if you wind up getting a Madden, I haven't, I, I bought a PS4. I've got, I think I have one upstairs and one downstairs, but I haven't played the motherfucker in years. Um, but if you, if you get on it and you go get a Madden, I'll get a Madden and let's play mm-hmm. against each other. Cause I think that would be fun. That'd be great. Love to do it. I love the old, if you can find an old, uh, NCAA game before they quit making them, the football games, you could be Georgia. I could be Alabama and I could whoop your ass. Just like Ricky, the dragon steamboat has just whooped Ric Flair's ass. Look at the crowd going nuts. Great crowd reaction shots here. They're really behind Ricky as a baby face. One of the great ones ever. And it's hard to imagine as, as into it as they are just a few months after this, he's going to realize, wait a minute, I'm out of the world title picture. and I'm working with Lex for the U S I'm fucking out great American bash. He's done son. It's crazy to think that that was not that, not that much later than this. I think that was July and this is like April. So boom, it's over. He's done. Whoa. Amazing. Let's, let's, uh, let's go to Jim Ross here. Let's track it. Here is his comments from his office in Charlotte. As attorney for Ric Flair, I demand that World Championship Wrestling arrange within 30 days a rematch between my client Ric Flair and the present NWA World Heavyweight Champion Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I have thoroughly reviewed the videotapes of the match between Mr. Flair and Steamboat wrestled in New Orleans April the 2nd, and it is clear that Mr. Flair was not pinned by Steamboat inasmuch as Mr. Flair had his foot under the ropes when the referee counted Mr. Flair as having been pinned. According to the rules of the National Wrestling Alliance, under whose auspices that match was wrestled, if, and I quote, a portion of a wrestling participant's body is through or under the ropes, the referee shall separate the wrestlers and cause them to return to a neutral position, end quote. The referee provided by World Championship Wrestling was clearly out of position and obviously failed to see my client's foot under and on the outside of the ring ropes. Had the referee done his job, my client would have had the opportunity to return to a neutral position and would not have been pinned. If World Championship Wrestling and Ted Turner do not arrange for a title match for Mr. Flair with Ricky Steamboat within 30 days, I am filing a lawsuit against Jim Hurd as executive vice president of World Championship Wrestling, against Ted Turner as the owner of World Championship Wrestling, against the National Wrestling Alliance, and against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I will ask the court to have the NWA World Championship title vacated. I will also ask the court for substantial money damages to be awarded against both Mr. Ted Turner and the World Championship Wrestling Organization. Finally, Mr. Flair demands that assuming that World Championship Wrestling grants his wishes and schedules a rematch, that representatives of the NWA be at ringside to witness the match. Also, Mr. Flair demands that a second referee be stationed outside of the ring and empowered to overrule the ring referee in the event that the ring referee makes a wrong decision or a wrong call. Well, ladies and gentlemen, dude, could we have not gotten a fucking actor to play the attorney 
That is the most uncomfortable reading of a statement. It read like a fucking hostage statement. That was three minutes of horrible TV that you would never get back once you watched it. Oh, Lordy. I mean, it would have been better if JR would have read it. Of course it would have. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hindsight is 2020. When I saw Dennis Guthrie, I thought just maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Just maybe Wendy had sent him out for an injunction to keep Andrade out of the family because he understood that Andrade's dick is bigger than Ric Flair's. Just thought maybe. I don't know that that's true. Don't know if it's true or not, but then there's Blue Chew. Why are you? I don't know. That's a weird pivot to talk about Andrade's penis here on the show. I just thought, you know, legal lawyer, you know. Are we going to try to get hashtag Andrade penis trending? (laughs) You know, if we're going to do it, might as well do it. No, I don't want to do that. I'm just a joke. It's a joke. I'm, I'm telling jokes. I'm trying to be irreverent. All okay. Right. All right, I'm with you. Let's just, let's go down the rabbit hole for a minute. Okay. We know Andrade is under contract to WWE, but yeah. I have it on good authority. His penis might be a free agent. Whoa. So do you think we could, what's he doing at Daly's place in Jacksonville? I want to see it. Orange Cassidy versus Andrade's penis. Yikes. What do you think? Look, ma, no hands. Either side. You think, uh, orange Cassidy would put Andrade's penis in his pockets. Well, good hashtag penis pockets. Yeah. You know, orange Cassidy as a, as a shoots, one of my favorite guys. He's I mean, one, I mean, just one of the nicest guys in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like him. I mean, I just, we have some great conversations and, and he gets it. Yeah, he does. There's so many, I think there's people miss some of the old timers sort of misunderstand the character, but dude, then when they seem work, they go, fuck that guy can do some stuff, man. Yes, he can. Yeah. And by the way, he was a badass wrestler before this gimmick. It's not like, sure. you know, he first broke into wrestling as orange Cassidy. He's been working at this for a while to develop this persona and fucking man. It's, it's so hard to be unique and to stand out and to be different and in wrestling, everything's been done, right? That's what we always say. Everything's been done, but he's got something unique. Got to do something different, man. And, and I wish Jack victory would do something different here. Oh Lord, man. Now, what, what about this for? Okay. So we are about an hour and a half show, uh, not including commercial times. We're 17 minutes into showing you shit. And this is the only, well, of course we showed flair and steamboat, yeah, but that counts flair and steamboat counts. Yeah. that counts. But this, I mean, it's just kind of a, a kind of a clunky show. I, I, I think. I got and tell you, up I'm, on the torch rock. I don't think anybody's buying this. Can you believe the actual clash of the champions? Like, you know, if you were live in the crowd that day, you didn't see steamboat flare and then go home, or maybe you did, but there were two matches after sting and rip Morgan for the oh. world TV title. And then this match Luger and Jack victory for the U S title. Can you imagine having to, if you're Jack victory and you know, you're wrestling Lex Luger. And you're passing Flair and Steamboat as they come back through, and you're like, I'm fucking up next with that guy? I don't. Can we? Can I? um, Okay. Interesting match here. They're they're showing Luger again. This is against Kendall Wyndham. Interesting. Well, watch out, Kendall going through the ropes. Interesting uh, rules to this match. Uh, 
large purse on the line, a large briefcase of facially minted $20 bills to the winner. You know, the thing about Kendall William is he's a missed opportunity in wrestling. This guy was literally printing money. Yes, he was. And no one else was at that time. Nobody was printing money. This motherfucker's out here printing money and we can't figure out what to do with him. No, we're going to get him in there and have him put over old, old shrimp fingers. <laughs> hey, th- this is a interesting hard camera shot here. What I mean, the steady camera, the, the main camera is kind of low. I like it. it. I do too. It's almost, this is almost like the old WWF studio days back in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Absolutely. Early days, man. When yeah. Vince first got the book, right? This is how the, this is how the, the shot looked, the main ring shot. And I like it too. I, I like it a lot. It's uh, we're, we're at center stage by the way, which is, yeah. I think one of the best looking, I know you hate it, but I'm just saying as a fan, the presentation of it, the way it looks on camera where it's just a bowl of fans all the way around. That's cool. It looks cool on TV anyway. You know, there was discussions at one time when we were always talking in AW about, you know, where we're going to shoot, you know, what we're during this time where we. We need a place to shoot. And we can't have fans. And someone said, what about center stage? And I went, fuck center stage. Why are you so adamant about fuck center stage? Because it's a rat hole. It is literally a rat hole. Okay. It is. Wait a minute. And I, I know they've had some, they've had some great acts in there. I know NXT has been in there, but hang on now, buddy. Let's just talk through this. All right. There's at least a wrestling legacy to that building. It's not so, a good one. So let's just go run it in QT Marshall's goddamn gym. Yes. Okay. Let's uh, run it, run it in my fucking backyard, which is kind of like, uh, well, you couldn't do that. Cause nobody's terrorists. allowed in the goddamn house. Lois is ashamed of the landfill. It's getting better. Has it gotten better enough to find my fucking six man belt? Well, the six man belt's been put on hold. What? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum arrived on PS4, so I'm kind of busy with that right now. Into the ropes we go. Good leap, Brock by Lex Luger, and a pickup, Kendall Windham. Oh, my God. Oh, he fuck. calls this move the counterfeit. Oh, he's got him up. He's got his hand in his ass and his hand on his boobs. These fuckers don't know what to do. Jesus Kendall says, Christ. I ain't going through this shit. And Luger puts him on the ropes. What the fuck did we just see? Don't we is, saw Luger want to put him up for the fucking rack and Kendall said, fuck that. This is a taped show. How did that not get edited off? We didn't edit back then. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Track it. We should have. That's our oh, new, that's, that's my new thing here on the show. I like to yell the phrase track it, track it. I like that too. How about no guardrail? Yeah. How about, well, how about no mats? Hey, get up Lex. Come on, come on, get up Lex. get up. I touched Lex Luger. I'm going to walk out. Heck with that social distance and shit. I touched his ass. Oh, look at that motherfucker walking around with a hat on. Is he, is he a camera? They just letting him walk around. Well, this is up close and personal, this action, isn't it? Yes, it is. Kendall Wyndham. What do you think he weighs here? Uh, he probably weighs like, uh, 210. <gasps> Kendall William looks like, I mean, Kendall Wyndham here. looks like he's like. Uh, jungle boy, Jack's fucking uncle. <laughs> Does he not? Yes. As jungle boy, Cecil or Fred jungle boy, Jerry. 
<laughs> Jungle Boy Jerry Perry. If there's yeah, a I like that better. That's good. <laughs> mm. Man, that's a missed opportunity. Oh, he could have been printing money. I guess it was. Mm. <laughs> oh, how about God. your referee here, young ass Nick Patrick? Mm. There's some. Uh, I don't know. Somebody sent me. I don't know if you did or not. Uh, and I turned around and sent it to uh, to Cody and Dustin. A link to a. Uh, a picture of you and Dusty, and then a picture of you and Cody. No, not that. It was a, it was a video of me uh, holding the microphone for Dusty, and he was with Baby Doll, and there's oh, some women shut says, your fat ass up then. Yeah, that's Get right. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. Those ladies, there are two ladies, two older ladies that hated Dusty. Now they are in this arena. I've just seen them. They're on ringside, front row, right side, and they came to every event and they hated Dusty, and they were like two. Well, uh, one was elderly. One was like, uh, just a 50, 60, something like that. And they hated dusty. And he knew it. And they started that chant. And, and I, I remember that moment clearly. And I remember who the hell is this? Hey, Hey, come on. My God. Can you believe what Michael Hayes is wearing right now? He's a leather, white, uh, leather or vinyl pants. And a red crop top and he had a jacket on. This is just the craziest look. And it, you know, it's crazy if we're saying Michael Hayes is dressed crazy. Yeah. So anyway, what did the boys think of, uh, get your fat ass out of here then. <laughs> I, I don't know because I was still, I was still in the back. I mean, I was still in the front. They were on the back, but everybody had a good chuckle after it was over with. I meant the Rhodes boys that you sent it to this week. Oh yeah. They all laughed at it. Yeah. All right. That's, that's about it. You know, uh, smile emoji or thumbs up or something like that. Look at Shane Douglas. He looks like he's fucking 15 years old here. He might be look at Bob Orton and the great Gary Hart. Bodacious Bob Orton. And then on the back an airbrush, I said, bodacious. Bob Orton was good, good, buddy. I, I know his son is going to go down as a bigger star than his dad on a national level, but Bob was, Bob was a hell of a worker, man. What do you think of Shane Douglas's uh, haircut here? I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I, I think it's, you know what they are actually renaming that. I don't know that you know this, but since nobody's getting haircuts right now, everybody's <laughs> hair is growing out a little bit. That's called the quarantine Jones quarantine Jones. Is your, uh, do you have anybody can cut your hair? Can, um, Megan cut your hair? I don't go to, um, uh, a salon or a barber shop. I have a lady who comes to the office and cuts mine oh. and just before the big shutdown happened. I got a trim, so I'm good for a little bit, but yeah, she'll, uh, she'll scoot over and cut it for me when it's time. Okay. Well, Lois can cut hair. Really? Yeah. She's, she, uh, she, she cut she it, just at... not clean it. Right. 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 So, uh, and I'm just, uh, I haven't shaved since gosh, since Tuesday, except for your dick, you know, you're using manscape.com for that. Well, still, yeah, right? of course I am because I just like the, I like the sound of the hum and I like the vibration up against my ball sack. Yeah. <clears throat> and you love, you were telling me over the weekend that you love the way your sack looks with an led light on it, the old led lit 
Bagley yeah, is your right. favorite rat. Because the gray hairs kind of glow. Um, Boy, we are really getting too far into this. And watch out. Let's try a backslide here. New. Bob Orton is so, oh, my God, he's going to spin him out. Throw him out in the front row. Look at that. Both of them going to get what so fucking busy. What the fuck are we watching here? <laughs> you have got to stop what you're doing and go see this. And look, he's setting up an Alabama slam, but instead he just span him around. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Oh, Lord. Hey, so have you gotten everybody in AEW, like all the bizoys on the, uh, manscape gimmick? I know they're all using blue chew, but you know, they got a lot of body here. They have to trim. Have they tried the all new lawnmower 3.0? Uh, there have been some who have really. Yeah. Who, and, who, who uh, can you tell us in AEW who has no dick hair? Oh, I don't know who has no dick hair. I mean, I, I don't know how far people take this, you know? Well, how do you, fa how Shivani fashion his dick hair? Is he doing like a Hitler stash? No, like I've got the, the, the top is, uh, cropped into a, uh, a bat signal, a, ba a bat signal. Yes. A Batman insignia is what I was going to say. Mm. I think that would be cool, man. Mm -hmm. Can you, can you post a picture of your, uh, your crop top? No, I can't. Why? But I can only tell you that when I go into the shower, okay. Yeah. And I see the bat signal, mm -hmm. I immediately start going dun, 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 dun. And it's a song I use in the shower now. Since you've got all the sweet, sweet Tony Khan money, have you thought about trying to buy like your own Batmobile? You know that Jerry Lawler has one. Yeah. You know what? No. No. Why not? That would be bad. There's plenty other ways to piss away your money. You know, as well as I do, there is. But, uh, I'm not going to do that. No. You insinuated that I'm pissing away money. What am I pissing? No, away no, 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 no. I, I just said you, you being involved in money, that is your, that's your job. You, you help people with their money and sure you, you make money. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you being involved in money, just know that people can piss money away. I just found one. It's mm. a 1966 one. Mm. It's the one that, uh, Lawler, Lawler selling his. Really? Well, I could probably get a deal. Yeah. Jerry and I are buddies. I like, it was I put, have a lot of time for Jerry. It was put in the, uh, Jerry Lawler museum, uh, at the uh, resorts casino in Tunica. Mm-hmm. It's built on an old Corvette C4 chassis. Yeah. It's badass, got a, dude. Got a price. Yeah. What is it? Well, this is before you negotiate, right? Yeah. 110. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Well, let me just assure you, uh, King didn't pay no 110 for it. No, of course he didn't. King, King is a uh, frugal McDougal. But I would like, see, if I had a Batmobile, if I had my, my choice of Batmobiles, I would have the one, uh, that was from, uh, Batman begins. The one that was like a tank and ran over cars. You know how that costs a lot more than a hundred grand, dude. Well, I know. I said, if I had my pick, which I don't have my pick. Hey, here's the deal, buddy. I'm, I, and you would appreciate this. I'm using this, <clears throat> you call it con money, but it's money that I've earned. Uh, no, no, I'm no. Using, I don't mean con like C O N, like my name. I, I mean, know what you mean. K H W. I know what you mean. K H W. A E W. I'm using this to pay off. I'm using this to pay off bills. K H A E W. Okay. I'm using, I'm using this to pay off bills. 
And motherfucker, if, you ain't paying off no bills. You just bought a goddamn Ford Explorer. Oh, you're okay. talking about paying off bills. You out here buying cars left and right. You buy goddamn PS4s, and then you're lying to me and saying that no, I'm just paying off bills. Bullshit. You're buying cars. You're buying toys. Well, yeah, but also I'm paying off bills. And if I can finish the story before your next rant, you. is that next year at this time, at this time next year, I'll be a billionaire. No, no. If in fact we still have a country and a wrestling promotion, I, I, well, the country would go first. <laughs> Tony Khan told me, as long as humans are breathing in and out, we're going to do a show. It may just be me and Jericho thumb wrestling because <laughs> Lord knows that motherfucker could survive a nuclear holocaust. It would be cockroaches in Jericho, and he'd have a new gimmick, and he'd get all the cockroaches over. <laughs> anyway, next year at this time, if there's still a society, if there's still, if I'm still alive, and <laughs> Okay. I'll have all the bills paid off. What does, or what does all the bills you're gonna pay your house off? Yeah, house will be paid off. Boom. Uh so there. So but then again, of course, you know, it may be like Armageddon next year at this time and everybody say fuck it, we're not paying off anything. So you just never know. I mean, just that's the way society is. So you're saying we, this time next year. Batman. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in the Batman tank rolling around Marietta, Georgia. And of course, because of society and Armageddon and people laying on the streets, I'll just be running over people laughing because it won't matter. You're going to wear one of your nightmare family track jackets when you do it. Nope. I'm going to wear a Batman costume. I got the cow sitting on the, uh, over here on the table, the cow, mm, you know, the, the, the mask. Why are you talking? Probably. Where's Lois right now? Did you just refer to her as a cow? That's not cool, man. <laughs> you don't fucking talk like that. C O W L. Oh, Hey, have you seen the, uh, the Chick-fil-A billboards going up now? No. Instead of the cows painting, eat more chicken. Now they're painting eat less bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, through all this silly talk, we're missing a hell of a match. No, here, we're huh? not. It's a Shane Douglas fucking Bob Orton match. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you guys had Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. Yeah, Trump Plaza. Pretty sure y'all won. I'm pretty sure we did too. Million Dollar Man was there. Man, I'm trying to think of who else was there. Virgil, it was, uh, Virgil it was, an was there. Yeah, it was an exciting day. Virgil was there. Yeah, boy. Hey, so you've been drinking a lot at the house, you told me, and uh, I'm just wondering, mm. is that different than drinking at the bar? Or are you like getting so drunk you try to ask Lois for her phone number, or what's the plan over there? Uh, no, I'm I'm really not. Dr I'm I'm drinking a lot of uh, mellow yellow zeros, mm. a lot of them. Mm. People uh, stocking up on toilet paper and paper towels and bread, and I'm going for the mellow yellow zero. A lot of it's available right now. What the mellow yellow zero? Yeah, because I'm the only one in the fucking world that buys it. And here's the deal. When I go to the hat, when I go to the store, I'll come back with like, you know, those, those 12 packs, mm -hmm. I'll come back with like six of them. Mm. 
And Lois will say, why are you doing that? I said, because apparently I'm the only one buying them. And eventually Coca-Cola is going to say, ah, we're going to discontinue that. I know I see that coming and I want to be ahead of the curve. I want to make sure we've got a plenty of stockpile. Did you, so uh, basically next year at this time, I'm going to be in the Batman tank with the Batman cowl on Bill? driving around, driving over people in Marietta with drinking while I'm drinking a mellow yellow zero bill free. Mm-hmm. Bill free. I'm, I'm excited that, that you're getting out of debt, my friend. Yeah. You know what? You might be able to get out of debt a little faster. If you go to adfreeshows.com or we encourage enough other people to, because hundreds of wrestling fans are now enjoying the super Patreon. All five of my shows on Westwood one now early and ad free at adfreeshows.com. We just cranked out some bonus content. You and I watching the tiger King series, which has been a big hit. Of course, Jim Ross covered the plane ride from hell and he's done a, uh, Q and a special for that Patreon. Of course, Bruce did WrestleMania eight. Arn Anderson talked about the Vader, Paul Orndorff fight. Of course, Eric Bischoff talked about his 83 days in the WWE. Lots of fun stuff happening over at adfreeshows.com. And you too can sponsor a Shivani bill. Maybe one of you want to tackle his discover card. Maybe another interested in taking care of his visa. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we paid for his wedding. Now let's pay for his stupid ass credit card debt at adfreeshows.com or of course on patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday, where Tony might be live streaming him having a full blown conversation with biggity bug wearing the cowl anytime. Why not? That's my life. And by the way, buy me a Batmobile while you're at it. Yeah, sure. Hey, I learned something over the weekend. I wanted to share with you. Okay. Dirty Emily. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's a double footed missile drop kick from the top. Cover his ass. One, two. He fucking kicked out. Now, what were you going to say? Are you familiar with the phrase dirty Emily? Uh, no. I just learned this. Oh God. Dirty Emily. Are you ready? There was a uh, longtime wrestling fan named Emily. I mean, longtime Jim Crockett, mid Atlantic 60s, 70s, 80s fan who has since passed away. <clears throat> I hope you're not talking about her. Dirty Emily, according to Urban Dictionary, is oh. described as when you fuck someone, then throw them off a bridge. Let me use it in a sentence for you. Jeez, I pulled a dirty Emily last night. That's that's bad. Why? It's bad. Do you realize if you would have done that to Lois back when you first met her? Yeah, you would have had to go to prison, but you'd be a free man by now. Right. I, I also know that uh, back when uh, when I was in college and back when I was growing up and, you know, uh, senior in high school from the time I met Lois, I had sex with numbers of women that I would have wanted to throw myself off a bridge afterwards. Really? Let's take a look at the replay once again. Okay. Uh, now, as you can see, Bob Orton's going to win this. It's a superplex. And as you can see, they're taking their time. My God, look at that. Is that not a textbook suplex? He must learn that from Taz. And Orton wins it without even hooking a leg. All right. Where were we here? Well, we're talking about Urban Dictionary. Okay. And, 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 and,
Michael P.S. Hayes against Lex Luger in the main event. Boy, that will put butts in seats Sunday at 6.05. I didn't think, well, I didn't think you were, uh, you were saying that anymore. Well, I just oh, did. track it. Track You're it. saying, Paul E., where is Secret Service Jack Victory? You see, the problem is I don't need a bodyguard. I choose to have one. You see, I don't come out on my, I don't even need a chair. I don't come out on my segment. I talk like this. How, how you doing? Because this is not an imitation. This is an original. This By the way, he's mocking Roddy Piper in Piper's pit at WrestleMania five uh, when he's doing that. Anytime I want. Yeah. So my guest this week is the National Wrestling Alliance Television Heavyweight Champion. I invited him out here to interview him. Sting! By the way, I love early Paul E and I love the old sting music, but Lord have mercy him out here pretending that this is his brick Zach Morris style cell phone. And it's really just a goddamn old ass cordless phone tickles yeah. me. Me too. improvising here yes he is making us pop a little bit rocking the tv title here he goes everybody in here there's some people behind here this uh this is good stuff yeah I, yeah it was it's, it's <laughs> where are you hey. you know right, uh, right. listen you know this as well as I do. Sting was a fucking cool motherfucker. Yes, he was. And kids loved him. Yes, they did. Even Cody has even talked about it, how he, he was such a big Sting fan. Oh, I mean, yeah. the biggest. That was his favorite yeah. wrestler growing up. Right. And uh, same thing with my kids, too. You know, we, <clears throat> I hate to say this. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, you're going to really get pissed off when I say it. No, I won't. Promise. Yeah, you will. Promise. You know what we found in the attic recently? What's that? A shirt, a sting shirt that he signed for one of the kids. Well, that's awesome. Why would I be pissed yeah. off about that? Because I didn't find the six man bell, but I found that. Well, that's cool, man. Sting's a great guy. Let's let's track it. Shows to talk to. You can no longer be the happy go lucky beach bum. Let me tell you something, dude. I am from California. Maybe I do like to surf a little bit, okay? Maybe even I like to talk like I'm from California every now and then. But hey, dude, let me tell you something else. Now that I look at you up close and personal like this, dude, you are like so ugly. <laughs> you are so ugly, the tide wouldn't even take you out. You know, you know, I dealt with a comedian named Jim Cornette before, and just like he was from Louisville, I'm from New York. 
and you don't mess around with New Yorkers. You're from California. You never dealt with a real New Yorker like me. You might just end up with a Randy Rose or a Jim Cornette AT&T hangover, man. Who died and left you boss. You're making fun of New York? You make fun of me, my man, and I'll put you down just like I put down Jim Cornette. I'll put you down just like I beat up Randy Rose. You don't want to mess with New York, with Wall Street, with Paul E. Dangerously. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to offend you. I, are you. Are you really upset? Yeah, I'm mad. Are you serious about it? Yeah, that? I'm serious. Dead serious? Yeah. Mm. What a fucking tremendous segment. So much charisma from Sting. And man, that's wrestling with no scripts right there. No yeah. writers, no scripts. Just Polly knows his character. Sting knows his. This is such a fucking great show. And and of course you're not here. So that uh, that all adds up. Checks out. It added up for me too, because I was going, ha, ha, look at that stupid shit, ha, that juvenile ha shit that they're doing. Have another drink here with with Bruce and Howard and Pat and Vince and Terry Garvin and Kevin Dunn. We were all just having our drinks and going, hey, let's go into the city to bar and have a drink in the city, not Atlanta. We're going to New York city, uh, Sean Mooney hey, and, uh, Lord Alfred Hayes and Kevin Granite and all of us just having a good time up there. So yeah, I wasn't there. Fuck it. We see, uh, Jim Ross here still against the green screen. Jim Ross got a lot of camera time on this show. Yeah. Uh, Jim was, Jim was shrewd, man. He was shrewd. He, uh, he helped, he helped format that show. As a matter of fact, he probably formatted the show and would always give himself a lot of camera time. And he and I talked about that. You know, he said, you know, it's important. He said, yeah, as an, uh, as an announcer, it's important that you be seen as well as heard at times. He was, uh. I got to, I got to give Jim credit. He was, he taught me a lot, man. I've said that many times on this show, but he taught me a lot about announcing and, you know, I I remember one time, I think I've told this before. I said something about, uh, this was back in the, when, you know, as we're going down and in the nineties and late nineties, 2000, uh, before Eric, uh, left, and I said something to Eric about announcers being over. And Eric went off on me. He said, announcers don't get over. There's no announcer that's ever been over. Announcers don't get over. They put guys over. They don't get over. He was going on and on. I'm thinking, fuck. Then I'm thinking back in, back in my mind. I said, well, there's a motherfucker in a hat working in the WWE. It's fucking over. So, yeah, they do get over. And Jim knew how to. Let me see. Uh. What a fucking spectacle this is. It is man. Again, from clash of the champion six, Kevin Sullivan and your boy. Oh, what a power bomb on Eddie Gilbert there. Everybody loved Dan's Bobby. Didn't they? Yeah. Dan was all right, man. Hey, uh, I'm having a little fun over here on urban dictionary. Oh boy. Got a couple different, uh, are you bored? Are you that bored already? Wow. Well, we do things here on the show that are, you know, humor purposes or whatever. Would you rather sing another song? I do not want to sing that. Okay. Song. So do you want to hear about chunk? Do you want to hear about ice vag? 
You want to hear about well, kegged or do you want to hear about nut rag? Chonked. Chonk is uh, described as that which is fat or large in a way that is majestic. Wow. Fat wow. or large. So I guess would that mean, um, you two years ago, you were a chunk. Cassio kid is a chunk. Hmm. Yeah. Cassio kid is a, uh, out of control chunk. Ice vag is, oh. uh, didn't need to hear this. The genitals of a particularly cold woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you're going to hear about nut rack. Yeah. looks like I don't have a choice. No, no, we don't have to. I was just asking. I'll, I'll delete it. No, go ahead. It's, this is, do you want to guess what it is? Nut rag. Yeah. Oh, it's what you use in the shower. It's a moist towel used to clean semen off one's nut sack. Okay. Nut rag. You can get them prepackaged at Manscaped. Oh, just a little plug there for them. Dude. I feel bad for anybody who had to work a singles match with Rick Steiner. My God. Cause he don't give a shit. No, no, you're right. He was, he had that, you know, he, he came in with a belt on backwards had that crazy shit on, had the, you know, the head, uh, headdress on and the Michigan thing. And he was just going to, he was going to beat the fuck out of you. And, it, and he thought, he thought he was just playing, right? Yeah. But he was actually hurting people and he didn't give shit. Look at that. You think he, that elbow drop right there that he, that he did, he didn't, he didn't hit the, his butt first on the ring. Hell No. And you think that headlock's not fucking snug? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. He's, uh, huh. Hey, uh, have you heard about Jordan McKenzie yet? No. Is he in the urban dictionary? No, he's an artist that I think he would be into. You don't know. As an artist as drawing or singing or what? Well, not singing. Yeah. He's more, he, he works with, um, call it oils. Oils. Okay. Watercolors. Okay. Things like that. He, uh, I think he might be a worthwhile investment for you mm. next year before you buy your multi-million dollar Batmobile. Okay. Now we, okay. That we're assuming that there is going to be a next a year society next year. Yeah. Well, even we've already well established that even if civilization comes to an end, there will be an AEW. Oh, sure. You can still tune in Wednesday night. You may not have a TV. You may have to steal somebody's, but, but you can find it. It's happening right. somewhere. Right. Well, Jordan McKenzie has created 55 images over canvas. Mm. Uh, and he's put on like an exhibition called spent. And Is he paying us for this? No, I'm just trying to educate you. Okay. It's at the center of, um, center for recent drawing in in Highbury, London, Britain. Uh, and nobody's going to it right now. There's right. one, two, three. So okay. you just got to Google it. His name's Jordan McKenzie. And the uh, exhibit is called spent and what he would do. And he's got 55 different works here. Uh, he creates images over canvas and then sprinkles carbon over the results to immortalize them. And each one's totally unique, uh, but it starts by him ejaculating. Okay. That's enough. Here's the belly to belly. And, uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Tony, this guy whacks off on canvases. Track it. <laughs> Sprinkles carbon over it and calls it art. Track JR. I'm just saying, hear me out. What if we do? No. 
Listen, I'm going to get you out of debt faster. Here's what I need uh, you to boy, do. Boy, you are really are. Whack off. Get me out of a job, too, <laughs> faster. Whack off on some canvases, and then let's sprinkle dog hair over the top. And then have Lois sign them. <laughs> Dude, limited edition. What happened when Tony beat off on some canvases, and we sprinkled dog hair on top of it? Why don't I just, because of the lack of toilet paper, wipe my ass on it? Hang on now. I have a skid mark. You may not realize this, but your sperm is legendary in the wrestling oh, business. Shit. It's Would been immortalized forever. Yeah. I mean, your great close personal friend, Arn Anderson once told you, you got enough to come to shampoo a water Buffalo. <laughs> and now we're going to have limited edition and we're going to call instead of spent. We're going to watch out. Shampoo. Watch out. Look. Oh my God. Up on top. Come on. Cover him. What, what, what? Where's the referee? He's been tied up. No, the, this Teddy long turned heel here. Oh, he turned heel. Yeah. He's not counting it. Cause his back hurts. Oh, thank God. Dr. Death though. Got him one, two. And the varsity club wins. He only counted two. I think. I think you're just a, a shade ahead of me. You know, we get lots of, uh, requests for you to give time codes. You want to give a time code here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 51, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49 peanut head running around the ring. Okay. And here comes the replay at 53, 54. There you go. That's I'm, I'm probably just a little bit ahead of you. Do you okay. realize that you could get all 55 prints done in just one shooting? Since it's been well-documented that you have an eject <clears throat> since we went to Caesar's palace last April. Wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What was it last April? We were at Caesar's. It's been one year since you, oh my God, since you fired off. No, on, no, 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 you, no. Hey, there's a shirt diamond. available at lowestrules.com and it says you a lie. You a lie. I'll have that. I have that mellow yellow now. Mm. Um, what do you think? Instead of spent, we could call your shampoo with dog yeah. hair, bro. This is a home run. You know what we need to do? We really need to, we really need to do this. We need to get weird. Louie. Hey, I'm a weird, weird guy. T-shirt. No. Cause if we send him a shirt that motherfucker will ask us, Hey, can you call me this and, put, and send me that shirt next week? Yeah. Of course we're talking nah, about, we really need to. He's, he's done good work for us. He's I'm busting balls, Tony. Give him whatever you want. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Just don't, just don't take it out of my part of the money. No, I don't give a fuck. Send it to Nam. Who gives a shit? Waka no. boom, rarely squeezed orange Shivani hog watching rat soup eating motherfucker. First you get the chicken. Then you get the dick and Whitney protection program. I'm a weird, weird guy. You will lie. Uh, boop and tussle. Butch Reed was over in Florida. Twitter. Dumbass got a big pita. I love ramp. Look, my no hands talking about the old. Turkey dicks. We've had so much fun on this show. Loisrules.com. And don't forget when you pick up a shirt there, you get a shirt. Tony, a shirt. you have been mm-hmm. Shivaning it so long that you haven't changed the description to the show. And the description uh-huh. of this show still says that you will call when you pick up. Okay. A shirt. Okay. Well, Hey, 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 get, get that round guy from Brownsville station, Texas to do something. Oh, he ain't doing, he ain't doing nothing now 
but watching Star Wars with his kids. Well, why don't you fucking tell him to do it? No, because you're the boss of this company, not me. I don't know what you're doing or not doing. You don't even have to put the shows together anymore, but you act like you like it. I do put the shows together, but you don't have to. We got people for that. We do. Yeah. Well, have them put together this fucking show. Then they can put them all together. Send it to them. Well, I will. You always okay. kept saying, send it to me. Okay. So you, you, I don't have to send shit to you. You're the one who records this shit. Get Matt Coon off his fat ass to do something. He I'm be- sure he does something for JR. I'm sure he does something for Arn Anderson, but who's the only dick lick that puts it to edits his own show together? Me. Cause you act like you want to. I do. I like it. Well then what the fuck? I don't, this is like having two wives. This is exhausting. <laughs> But if Matt Coon wants to do it, because I know he's not doing anything now. No, he, he, can do he, it. he acts like he's real busy. Oh, he ain't doing He's not. He wasn't doing shit when there were people around. By the way, have you Googled your name lately? I don't want to. Well, I went to Google and I typed in, does Tony Schiavone, do you want to know what the first suggestion is? No. Does Tony Schiavone work at Starbucks? Do you want to know what the third one is? No. Where does Tony Schiavone live? Whoa. Should we give your home address again? You've done it before. People know where I live. I get fan mail here at the house. I don't give a shit. All right. So then I did. Does Conrad Thompson. Do you want to know what the, uh, the very first question is? Suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) No. Does Conrad Thompson work for AEW? Oh, well, what's the answer? Uh, the answer is no. All right. Number two is Conrad Thompson related to Ric Flair. What's the answer? Yes. By marriage. Uh, number three is Conrad Thompson rich. Oh yes. No. That'd be uh, oh exclamation point. Yes. We are really promoting Michael PSAs against Lex Luger. My God. Well, they're over man. Number four. <laughs> like it's a must see TV shit or something. Where does That's Conrad a Boston club. Boston club. Fuck man. Number five, AEW Conrad Thompson. Number six, Conrad Thompson, AEW. Mm. Why am I so synonymous with AEW? I don't know. You should be synonymous with the WWE. Of course. Because you're, you're, you and Bruce are big friends. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Uh, I, uh, really like Bruce Pritchard. I do. People say, oh, you're on one side, he's on the other. But I really like it. There's a lot of people over there that I like. Sure. So, you know, it, look, yeah, they, they talk about, quote, unquote, re- there's no wrestling war. And as far as boys are concerned uh, and the announcers are concerned, we all like each other. We all follow each other. We all, what, what got me on this anyway? I don't know. Elbow drop. I don't know, man. You're just a weird, weird guy, you know? Boy, am I ever. Uh, and I guess we're going to send uh, Weird Louie that shirt. And you can get a shirt at LoisRules.com. Uh-huh. You rat soup eating motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I thought this was Pistol Pass coming in at the first, but it's not. <laughs> you better sell for doctor, buddy. You know, we brought this up and, and I saw the same thing that, that Jr. did when we had, uh, uh, look at this snapmare takeover. We have Jeff Cobb come to AEW. He reminded me of doc so much.
If Doc could have done an interview, he'd have been a megastar. Oh my gosh. Here's my question. When you see a guy like Dr. Death and you know, you've got this great guy on the mic, like Polly dangerously for that matter, even like a Jim Cornette, my God, Polly and Dr. Death, that's got money <laughs> all over it. Does it not? It's, it, it's got, uh, it's got Brock Lesnar of the nineties written all over. It. Yeah. That's a great point without question. He was something else, man. Are you excited about next week? Spring stampede 2000. Uh, you know what? Uh, yes, I am. I stay excited. Well, you do. Thanks to bluechew.com. Here's yeah. what's interesting yep. about that. It's a, uh, it's a tournament. I don't know if you remember, this is when Russo and Bischoff stripped all the titles and you guys went to the United center in Chicago, about 12,000 fans there. And there's 14 matches because you've got tournaments for everything. World heavyweight title, the world tag team title and the United States title. Wow. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Here's the entrance from Rage Cajun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sting. Hey, uh, I saw a very young Doug Dellinger in the background there. Man, that jacket right there, that looks like something. You got it? No. Dude, who's got it? I don't know. It's horrible. It's Yeah, but it's the collector's item. Come on. It's terrible. Come on now. It looks like something Katie Lang wore. <laughs> wow. It's kind of a... Something Cher wore on stage. It's kind of a, like a highlight show, isn't it? Something I mean, I know we had some... Matches from center stage, but this is more well, of a highlight show. Well, see, this never aired. This is what I was telling you earlier. This, this show was, never aired? No. If, I'd like to finish one sentence if I'm allowed to. Okay. This was a dark why match. Didn't it, why didn't it? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Why didn't the show air? Yeah. Come on, tell me. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was, I was excited. I was... I want to know the history behind this. Why didn't this show ever air? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. We got, uh, Jim Hurd coming up on the show. Yeah. Stop the, with the yes shit. Okay. Yeah. And uh, a conversation is what they download this show for a conversation. Not you saying, yeah. 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 Rip Morgan, baby. Yeah. Don't go yump either. Oh man. I just, I just love, I just love this day and age, even though that we're all quarantined and many people are going to unfortunately not survive this. Yeah. I'm just, I love this time. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I, I, I talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's I, I really I really believe this that uh, you brought me back in 2017 to wrestling. You yeah. did, yeah, yeah. And you were the one that rekindled my career or restarted my career, yeah. Which I thought was dead. So now what I've been doing is going back, thanks to the network, yeah, and watching matches and watching things that I missed and listen to commentators and watching angles and I just absolutely, absolutely love the business again. 
uh, something that's uh, that's very sad, but I'm going to bring it up. Dark Side of the Ring. Mm. Uh, the Chris Benoit story. Yeah. Uh, horrible. Yeah. But what that did, that had me go back and watch WrestleMania 20. Yeah. Eddie against Kurt Angle. And then I watched that three-way match for the world title at Madison Square Garden where Benoit went over. And Eddie came out. And boy, did Mike, did uh, Shawn Michaels juice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. So thank you again. Yeah. Stop fucking saying yeah. Yeah. Is that all you're going to do? Yeah. The rest of the show. Yeah. Tell me why this show never aired. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you got to say something about that Bigfoot, which sucked. Rip Morgan. Trying to look like Bruiser Bodie here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. We got a shitty match. You got to get into this with me. Yeah. Get a text from Cody here. Cody's asking me, is he working for the WWE yet? Yeah. Yeah. Is he doing what is he doing right now? I say he's not fucking talking up here. We pissed him off. Yeah. And send. I can um chat from my Mac here. So what's up with y'all uh putting Conrad attitude on uh being the elite last week on the whiteboard? I didn't see that. Top right hand corner. Uh, you made really? sure that your Patreon was front and center. Okay. But then uh top right hand corner, Conrad attitude question mark. I don't remember that. I remember we put Taz on there just to get him pissed off, which did. Well, uh, I don't, re I really don't remember the Conrad on there. Uh, Cody must have snuck that in. Let me give you a pro tip. Taz okay. is only pissed off when he's awake. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and there you see Sting getting his hand raised. Over Jack Leg Rip Morgan. Mm. I'm sorry, Jack Leg Bruiser Brody Rip Morgan. The uh the gimmick here is, just so you know, they had two dark matches after the Flair Steamboat match that was done mm -hmm. at the Superdome. So this never aired as part of the clash. Mm. This was taped specifically for this show, as was Alex Luger. But here's Jim Hurd. So ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna track it. I've been talking with Jim Hurd during the commercial breaks here. And Mr. Hurd, I want to thank you for taking your time here on this, this weekend to update us on this situation. We heard earlier in the hour from Dennis Guthrie, the attorney for Nature Boy Ric Flair. I understand that the board has reached a decision on this championship situation, and we're happy that you're here to tell all the fans about it. Well, thank you, Jim, and thanks for having me. But before I uh, talk about the decision, I, you know, I would like our fans to know that that we really don't care what uh, Dennis Guthrie, uh, Ric Flair's attorney, has to say, nor for that matter what Ric Flair has to say about the thing. Uh, we're interested in, in having a uh, an ending that our fans are happy with. Uh, you know, Ric Flair has uh, uh, spent a career bending the rules. So we have made a decision. Uh, we've decided to rematch the two gentlemen. They've been notified uh, in Nashville on May 7th, and um, we're going to have uh, three special uh, judges for the thing, and uh, we're going to be sure that uh, there's a conclusive ending to this one uh, with no time limit or one-hour time limit uh, on the show. 
uh, Mr. Guthrie said he wanted a, a special referee, and it seemed like the officiating was getting very, very uh, confusing as far as I'm concerned. I know that there's been a lot of controversy regarding the officiating. The officiating last uh, Sunday with uh, Teddy Long. We won't go into that right now. I know you met about that situation as well. But uh, so there will be three judges. Uh, I understand from what we were talking before we went on that we came on the air just a moment ago that we're looking at three former world champions to be judges. So it looks like we're going to have, without a doubt, there must be a winner in this match on May 7th between Flair and Steamboat. Well, there, there will be a winner. The, this, uh, this, you know, you never say last chance for anything, but uh, there will be a winner at this match. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you hear it. Uh, it was not due to the response of the lawyers, and Ric Flair's got plenty of them. It sounds like that the NWA, being the Wrestling Fans Association, listened to what the fans had to say, and, uh, and that's where we are right now. Mr. Hurt, thank you for taking your time to be with us here this weekend. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so it'll happen on May the 7th. Nature Boy Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I also understand that, our, that we're having some interviews flown in that uh, the gentlemen, they were notified last night, but it was kept under wraps till Mr. Hurt could get out here today to make this official announcement. We will hear from Nature Boy Ric Flair and also from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat about their thoughts surrounding May the 7th and the showdown in Nashville. But right now, let's go back to the ring and to the center stage. Yeah, that Jim Hurd, huh? I like the, uh, the, the little bit that we're doing here. There is a controversy and we're going to get to the bottom of it and, uh, we're going to set a rematch. I thought it was well done, man. I, I really dug it. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the storyline. I, I really do. You know, when I, I, I looked, when I first saw this, I'm thinking, hell, that's Tim Horner. No, that's, that's not Randy Rose. Oh. It's a sh it's amazing to me that I don't know. Uh, Randy wait. Rose, man. Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. A lot of people may not remember that Randy Rose, uh, the original Midnight Express, man. Right, right, and of course they brought him into right to to battle the other Midnight Express. I think a lot of people just assume that the Midnight Express started with Dennis Condry and Bobby Eaton. But in reality, it's Randy Rose and Dennis Condry. Mm -hmm. And therefore, unfortunately, because of Bobby Eaton, Randy Rose is kind of pushing the back because Bobby Eaton is remembered as the he and Jim Cornette, don't you think? Oh, for sure. Without yeah. question. Yeah, even though there's, you know, there was a Randy Rose and there was a Dennis Condry and... I, it just, it's Bobby Eaton, man. wonder how Bobby's doing. Uh, you know, I don't know. We haven't seen him since what last year in Nashville. Right. Right. I, I need to check in on him. But hit up Doug Markham. He's, uh, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to talk to a drunk ref right now. Um, and yet you're friends with Hebner. Okay. Okay. You see the, see the sign right there, the danger sign. Yeah. The two women at the left yeah. of it. Over the left. Oh, those are the big girls that were. The, those are the girls that hated Dusty and would chant at him, and he's the one to tell them to get their ass out of here. Those two ladies always came and always hated Dusty. They always came to the matches. They attended shows. They, oh, thank you. I better get my verbiage right. Whew. I didn't know what what y'all were doing. By the way, uh, if you want to follow me on PlayStation Four, shut the fuck up. It's bug. Four, four, twenty. Why did you do that? 
Okay. You just ruined your life and you don't, you don't know how these things work, Tony. Really? Yeah. Just give your goddamn social security number right now too. Oh, no, 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 no. And I just want people to follow me on. I see. I, 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 I take pride in the fact that, uh, in the nineties, I had one girl and four boys and the four boys were so into video games that I got into video games as well. And now here we are 30 years later or so. Right. And, uh, this old fucker here can still play video games. With the kids. I can whoop your ass in some football. Oh, don't, don't give me that bullshit because you're, you're one of those guys that, that pays some sort of guy to, what? uh, no, to program some sort of cheat code for you. That's not true. And then, and then you'll be able to, you know, run touchdowns all the time. Fuck. Nah, fuck. I pl- started playing uh, when I was a, a wee child and then Madden really caught on. And when I was in college, I played Madden for money. Did you now? Yeah. Was my first, See, was my I, first I, I, I wouldn't, um. Uh, I couldn't uh, get into that. I will run the fucking score up on you, seventy to zero. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Actually, some sort of great. You got you got somebody out in California. No bullshit. I'll, I'll come you to your house. Write that code for you. With you, your you game. press in all the buttons. You can pick and, my team. Okay. I don't yeah. give a shit. You press in all the buttons on your controller and clink, and and you get a touchdown every time. Just so I'm clear, you think I'm only successful at life because I cheat? No, but I think when you if it comes to playing me in the game, you go cheat like hell. Well, I'm going to try to win. Yeah, hey, uh, there you go. Have you ever played Tecmo Bowl on original Nintendo? <sighs> yes. Great close personal friend of the show, Cole Kublik, is the world's best Tecmo Bowl player. Really? He will fuck you up and you pick your team and yeah. you pick his. And he'll play with the absolute worst team and you can be Bo Jackson mm-hmm. and he will crush your spirit. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. Well, here's the deal. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of ribbing you about cheating, Yeah. but I know he's a cheating motherfucker. Cause Aub- he went to Auburn. Auburn. They all cheat. That is their, you know, we're Auburn. We're family. Welcome home. They should also say, comma, we fucking cheat. So I get it. I understand Tecmo Super Bowl or Tecmo bowl is where Chris Shivani played it all the time and became a fan of the green Bay Packers. That's how he became a fan of the, he is such a passionate Packer fan. I asked him why he said, because every time I played the Packers, we won as the Packers. So that's something. Let me ask you a question. As we're watching Randy Rose here, you haven't mentioned it once. Oh, right. are, are we positive? This is that Randy Rose is not really Joe exotic. <laughs> he could be 30 years later. Holy shit. I wonder seriously, when he covered Jack victory, if he said, when you watch porno, do you like to see the big dicks or the little dicks? <laughs> Cause if you like to see the big ones, you ain't too straight. Hmm. There was someone oh, else. Man, social media. So Randy Rose lost the match. You know whose fault Randy Rose lost the match was? Yeah. Paulie dangerous. That bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> and now that he's prone. She's going to throw him in the cage, beat him to the tigers. Have you thought about putting, you know, we've, it's been well established here on the show that you love hobo food, right? Right or wrong. Oh yeah. Sardines, piano sausages, potted meat. Have you thought about putting any sardine oil in or around your crotchal region? See what you could get out of Lois. No. But Carol Baskins did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, track it. 
I say muta, M-U-T-A. That is the correct pronunciation and spelling, I have been informed. And, but before we do, uh, Gary Hart is also managing Bob Orton. And Bob Orton has really got a problem with one Captain Redneck, Dick Murdoch. We're going to show you just a piece of videotape from New Orleans this past Sunday where Gary Hart got involved and Bob Orton stole a match from Dick Murdoch. Dude, I love that JR took a minute to spell the word Muda for rednecks watching this <laughs> show. And then he wants to say, I've been told that is the correct pronunciation. I don't know why, but fucking tickled me. M-U-T-A, Muta. Oh, wow. Little highlight there and then back to JR. Are we tracking? Yeah, if you want to. You want me to track it? I'll track nah, it. Right sorry. Nah, we're we're halfway through it. Stand by on the center stage. Let's go to the center stage. Hmm. Great Muda will be in the Omni tonight at 8 o'clock, but tonight he's standing by in the center stage where he will wrestle two men. How about this, dude? Hmm. We're trying to get Muda over. How do you do that? Let him wrestle two of these jib jobbers. Well, this was back when he was sensational. He was the new fresh hot thing. Yes, he was. Nobody had seen anything like this before. He had the Bruce Lee look, but he had the mist. He's got the paint. He's got the cool music. He's got really fancy moves. The moonsault, the handspring, backspring elbow. Yeah. Uh, he's fought one of the guys that he's fighting. I believe it's a kid on the outside. Gary Royal. You know what Gary Royal is famous for in wrestling? What? Being pinned by the Mulkies. He was one of the two guys in the mask that day that we brought in from California. What I can't remember what we called him. But Gary Royal was the one that was pinned by the Mulkies. That's something. Yeah. With a mask on. And there's Gary fighting back, buddy. Fight him, Gary. Gary was a good dude. He was one of those hardworking enhancement guys. Wow. Look at that handspring back elbow. That was his move, man. Right? Yeah. That was the one they loved. Yeah. And this wasn't too bad either. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's good, man. Misused. I think, uh, I mean, I know everybody says that I think Hector Guerrero was the first guy to do the moonsault, but in my lifetime and my viewing experience, Muda is the first guy I saw do a moonsault. Yeah. You know, Jr. St still says to this day, he, he'll, you, you talk to him about, about Muda. He still, he says, what were we thinking? He said, they should have put the belt on him and let him run with it Yeah. as a heel and he said it would have been tremendous and he's right. Well, you know, hindsight being what it is, but still Jr. is right about that. When you think about it, you can hear Jr. explain why it didn't happen tomorrow on, um, grill and Jr. Or it's available now at adfreeshows.com. Track it athlete. And I know the fans over in Charlotte, North Carolina, where the NWA will be tomorrow afternoon 
are certainly enthused about this man's unbeaten streak. We'll certainly keep our eye on him in upcoming weeks. And in just a moment, we are going to hear from Nature Boy Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. The official word was passed down last night, and Steamboat and Flair made a statement and I'm glad that Mr. Hurd kept it from um, CNN and, and all the other great uh, news outlets until he can make the announcement right here. Uh, but there will be a rematch for Flair and Steamboat. It will be in Nashville at the Music City Showdown on Sunday, May the 7th. We certainly encourage you to call your local cable company for program availability on that big event. And when we come back, we will hear from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and from the Nature Boy about their pending rematch. And JR was really struggling through some of these. You can tell that he's uh, a little nervous to be on camera and working without a net here. He would really, really come into his own because now that's just, just second nature to him, isn't it? Oh my God. And, and, and again, it goes back to the thing that the more you do it, the better you get. But he, uh, again, I've said this about JR many times. It's one of the things that, uh, that I really, really admired about him was his supreme confidence. Now, even if he wasn't that confident because I knew him very well, it never came across. Right. It always came across. He knew what he was fucking doing. And it was, it was a, it was a, a technique or a, a characteristic of Vince McMahon too. Uh, so that's what one thing that I admired about him. All right. Track it. You ready to track it? I'm ready to track it. Are you ready to track it? Steamboat. Let's track it. Something everybody, nobody thought in God's green earth that in Chicago on February the 20th that I would win this championship. Nobody would think that in New Orleans on a rematch with Ric Flair that I would still come home with the bacon and I'm still holding the championship. But reviewing the film and the athlete that I am and the respect that I have for Ric Flair as a competitor and as a five-time world champion. I cannot clearly stand up and say in front of all of my fans that I won that match in New Orleans hands down. I took a fall, he took a fall, but that third fall, it showed that his foot was clearly underneath that rope. I signed the contract without a hesitation, giving that man, Ric Flair, his last chance. I have got to move on to other competitors other guys putting their names up. There's a lot of worthy contenders in this world that want to crack at me. So on May the 7th, Ric Flair, in Nashville, Tennessee, this will be your last chance. You want to prove to the world that I am just a fluke. But I've got all my fans behind me, and the biggest support of them all is my family. This is without a doubt going to be your last chance. I have got to move on to other horizons. We also, fans, last night asked uh, Mr. Ric Flair to make a statement regarding uh, this championship situation. As usual, he was not a loss for words, and he had this to say with Bob Cottle. You know, there's a lot of people, as I've said so many times in my great career, that have never liked or understood the Nature Boy's role in the greatest sport in the world. The bottom line is, I was born to be the champ. <laughs> That's right. And on five different occasions, 
I have been the champ. The greatest career ever of any wrestler in the history of this sport belongs to me. And here I am at the top of my game with one thing gone, the world title. Now, Steamboat, we've already established the fact you didn't beat me in New Orleans. I had to bring my lawyers in. I had to tell almighty Jim Hurd and that Golden Tower that I had to have one more chance, as he puts it. So TBS says, well, tell you what, Ric Flair, you got a shot in Nashville, but it is, Nature Boy, your last chance. Can you imagine telling me that my last opportunity to become the world champion is in Nashville, May 7th? Well, let me explain something to you. When you take everything in the world away from me, and let's face it, when you're slick, Rick, and you got cars, money, women, anything in the world you want because you're the champ, then you gotta have back the fuel that feeds the fire, baby. That means I gotta be the champion for the sixth time. Think about it. May 7th, Nashville, Tennessee, Ric Flair, it's coming back. I'm gonna walk that aisle and I'm gonna prove to the world one more time to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And God knows I'm the man. Woo! When he was on his shit, he was a good promo, my man. Oh, he was great. But you know what? That uh, Christmas tree tinsel in the background was distracting. That's just my feeling on that. I love that after two really good promos like that, you're caught up on Christmas tea, Christmas tree tinsel. I, I don't know why I'm, I, I just got to thinking that at the steamboats talking great baby face interview flares doing as only he can do two of the greatest ever. Right. We're yeah. talking about the greatest yeah. trilogy ever. Yeah. And they put him in front of that shit. That's yeah. so that's the only thing I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so. uh, I got a question for you. Mm hmm. Since you poo-pooed my idea of uh, the shampoo art exhibit, what if we did one called uh, Tony's Coming for Christmas and we have you e-jack on a canvas and we sprinkle tinsel across it? Uh, you, huh? you do know that uh, my days of, as Arn Anderson would have said, shampooing a buffalo was about 20, 30 years ago. You know, you'll... You'll find out one day. What kind of volume are you working with these days? I don't know what kind of volume it is, but I guarantee it ain't that. And could you fill up like a medicine dropper? Look, look at this, man. There's the finish. Blair gave up. It's all about the world title. It's all about May 7th. We're headed for the end of the trilogy. The greatest series of matches in NWA slash WCW history. And by the way, I believe at this point, we've covered all three of those available in the archives. Now, if you haven't already go check them out. Uh, we've done them all. You can listen. We all got plenty of free time right now. So why not go check them out? Absolutely. Well, that was a interesting show. It was, by the way, if you're wondering, where can I find that episode? WHW 
is where all the archives are. That's whwmonday.com. That was a great show. Coming up next, a not so great show, Spring Stampede 2000. Uh, we'll be back with you next week doing that one. And as we said, it's a big tournament. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of matches on that one. Uh, some good, some bad, but uh, we usually have fun with the bad stuff. So no matter what, we're going to have fun. We always do. And uh, we also mentioned that we've got a WCW Saturday night coming up from 1993. That actually may get posted to adfreeshows.com ahead of time. But also coming to adfreeshows.com, Tony, you and I are going to watch episode two of Tiger King. Looking forward to it. How about you? I can't wait, man. Another tiger. You know what? <clears throat> uh, when you watch tiger King, it makes you feel good about yourself. It does. It does. And, and I think that's why people watch it. They watch it to just to say, those people are fucked up. I'm glad I'm not like that. <laughs> that's, that's the allure. That's, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, thing about it. So yeah. Uh, I look at, uh, Carol Baskin. I think, Whew, glad I married Lois Shivani. Absolutely. And stay tuned just in time for the holidays. Don't forget Tony's paint collection, uh, shampoo and Tony's coming to town for Christmas coming your way right here at WHW Monday. Uh, but well, for now it feels like uh, Tony, it's uh, about that time. Yeah. I just like to put a period on that sentence is we hope there is a Christmas this year. What is it is wrong? just about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the ring, Conrad Thompson. And he has in one hand, his world title belt looks like a six man title belt. looks like it's all dusty. Been in the attic for a long time. In the other end, he's got a canvas. That's a blank canvas. And here comes Dave Silva. Dave Silva's going to come. Oh my God. Dave Silva's coming out. He has pulled down his pants and he is scooting across the canvas. And he's got, oh, a skid mark across the canvas. That's right. Also available for Christmas. Dave Silva's skid marks. We're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week. On what happened when we are on Westwood One, and for our friends early on, Patron, Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. We could have got this show early and ad free. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. I've been telling you for a long time that SaveWithConrad.com can save you money, but don't take my word for it. Now, Jeremy, what made you come to Save with Conrad in the first place? My, my credit wasn't as perfect when I first got my mortgage, and it, it, it had improved over the years' time that I had been paying on it. Skipping the next two house payments was in, you know, a big uh, part of that because it was right at Christmas time. It came in helpful. And then I got a better interest rate, and uh, I cut, uh, what, five years off my mortgage, and it only increased my payment by 50 bucks, a little less than 50 bucks, so... Can't beat it. And what was your favorite part with working with our team? I think working with Derek was was the best. Just just for what I said, he would, did a great job. Was very responsive. Text messages, called me on the weekends, give me updates. But uh, yeah, everything was really just pain free. Now, if there was anything else that we could do differently, um, what would you suggest? Boy, that's tough. I think uh, Conrad and his group runs a pretty good uh, ship there. Um, mm, I don't really know that I have anything, honestly. In the, uh, in the future, is, is there a friend or a family member that you would recommend Save with Conrad to? I most certainly will. I, I absolutely will. So what are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save right now for free. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. Even credit scores in the 500s can be approved. And if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time. 
But because we're licensed in more than 40 states, we can help more families than ever before. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and did I mention you could skip your next two house payments? Hurry to SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! 